0: It's behind the mic with Audiophile Magazine. This is the place where the editors of Audiophile give you their recommendations for some great listening. But this month, it's great listening with great narrators because we are celebrating our golden voices, the golden voices of Audiophile Magazine. We're doing it for the entire month and with me, for part of this week anyway, is the publisher of Audiophile, Michelle Cobb. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Well,
1: here we go. It's our final week, and who's left? Who do we have? Well, today we're talking about Grover Gardner. He's someone who I think of as sounding very natural. He uses tone and pace a bit more than broad voices, and because of this, he has this kind of subtlety that I respond to. It's a little bit less presentational, a little bit more towards the story, and he kind of inhabits the personas of the characters or of the real people as opposed to creating a character for them, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, it does make sense. He is uh, just in really, I don't, I don't know quite how to explain it, but just so down to earth as a
1: reader. Yes, and I think that because he spends time on both sides of the microphone, he is a narrator, but he also casts audiobooks. I think this serves him really well as a narrator because he understands voices, he understands what works well, he understands you know, casting, and I think that gives him a, a really interesting additional layer as he reads his own works.
0: I think that probably makes a lot of sense. I know one of the essential listens that you suggested for Grover is the autobiography of Mark Twain. And that I hadn't heard him do before, but I listened in anticipation of our conversation. Oh my God,
1: he sounds the way I would imagine Mark Twain to sound. Right. To me, he really gets it and he has a sense of humor and also just kind of like a a down hominess, if you could say that. I do feel like I'm listening to Mark Twain when I'm hearing Grover read him. So shall we hear a little bit of him do that?
0: I think we definitely should. Do you need to set this up?
1: Yes. In this particular clip, Mark Twain is preparing to meet Grover Cleveland.
0: The president. Yes. Okay, here we go. It is Grover Gardner reading the autobiography of Mark Twain, Volume 1.
2: I was always heedless. I was born heedless, and therefore I was constantly and quite unconsciously committing breaches of the minor proprieties which brought upon me humiliations which ought to have humiliated me but didn't, because I didn't know anything had happened. But living, knew, and so the humiliations fell to her share, poor child, who had not earned them and did not deserve them she always said I was the most difficult child she had. She was very sensitive about me. It distressed her to see me do heedless things, which could bring me under criticism, and so she was always watchful and alert to protect me from the kind of transgressions which I have been speaking of. When I was leaving Hartford for Washington upon the occasion referred to, she said, I have written a small warning and put it in a pocket of your dress vest. When you are dressing to go to the author's reception at the White House, you will naturally put your fingers in your vest pockets, according to your custom, and you will find that little note there. Read it carefully and do as it tells you. I cannot be with you, and so I delegate my sentry duties to this little note. If I should give you the warning by word of mouth, now it would pass from your head and be forgotten in a few minutes."
0: Isn't it exactly the way you think Mark Twain would sound?
1: Yes, yes. I I feel like I'm meeting him.
0: It's fabulous. And another, you also suggested Collard, which is so nice. Andy Carpenter's series. That is clearly up my alley. It has dogs and detectives. Hello.
1: It's interesting because I often think of Grover for nonfiction, but then you realize and i keep having this revelation with all of these golden voices narrators it's like oh i forget that they do something else because i think of them as one thing but then when you look at the work you you see oh right grover has won audio awards for playing this amateur sleuth who is also a dog lover and you know he's done all sorts of amazing work and i should you know flip the switch in my head that says they do one thing and remember talented people, they can do anything, and I am jealous. Yeah, it's interesting because it's
0: obviously, to be a golden voice, it's consistency. Yes. You're not a one-hit wonder. That is very true. So that's one thing, but range.
1: Yeah, consistency, range, talent, you know, facility.
0: And then that, that je ne sais quoi. Charisma. But I'm also struck by the ability to both inhabit other characters and yet still you know who you're listening to it's true
1: yeah they still maintain themselves right it's a little bit of a mystery is how do they layer themselves and all these characters together and create something and, and that's the the glory of performers
0: yeah and Grover Gardner is certainly right up there with people who can do that. You also recommend it up in the old hotel.
1: Yeah, so lots of different stories told from different voices. And you can kind of see Dear Grover sitting on the porch, you know, wearing a hat and telling you these tales of all these different people and enjoying a fine whiskey or something like that. You know.
0: Yeah, no, it's really a period piece. I like Joseph Mitchell. This book is a period piece, even though it's been just recently released. His writing over his course of time at The New Yorker. And what Grover Gardner has to do with this book is extraordinary because it's, you know, 80 gazillion short stories of New York City characters. So it's really quite a feat. So that is Grover Gardner as we kick off our last week of Golden Voices. Michelle, I'll talk to you later in the week.
1: I look forward to that.
0: This has been Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. Our sponsor is Oasis Audio. Subscribe to Behind the Mic wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single moment. I'm Joe Reed. Talk to you tomorrow.